Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kirstie. Hey, Kim. It's been a bit of a rough morning. I could really use some sort of outlet to release (laughs) all of my frustration. Have you ever felt like that? Uh, All the time. (laughs) In fact, when I was younger, we had a screaming hill. Maybe it's time you found a screaming hill of your own. Ooh, a screaming hill. That sounds like the exact thing I need. But (laughs) I'll have to wait until after today's podcast interview. That's okay. It's your debut board book that we're featuring today. The Big Scream. And it's illustrated by Dennis Angelove. I feel so connected to the main character in this book at this moment in time. And I could really benefit from the deep breathing and counting to 10 techniques that he uses to calm down. <laughs> well, I'm really happy to hear that. We are excited to talk to me, Dennis, and our editor, Cindy Kim, and our book designer, Claire Torres. Let's scream. I, I mean, let's get started. <laughs> well, Kiersey, we're going to start with you. Can Yay. you tell us? about the inspiration for this book. So this book was inspired by my daughter, Sydney, who is now 16. And she was my original big screamer. I actually dedicated the book to her. And 
Before I became a picture book author, I'm a therapist, and I've always been a big fan of narrative therapy, which emphasizes the stories that you develop and carry throughout your life. So I was trying to think of strategies. How can I help her stop screaming? And so I started telling her this story about Wilma and the big scream and how Wilma would be screaming, and then somehow she'd figure out a way to stop screaming. And I just kept telling her these stories, and it actually helped. The stories would always end with her, you know, calming down (laughs) And so I had many, many Wilma and the Big Scream stories in my repertoire. And so I decided 10 years ago, this is the very first picture book I ever wrote. And now it's a board book, but the very first version was a picture book. And the very first one I wrote down. Awesome. Okay, Cindy. So when you saw this manuscript, what made you want to acquire it? For any manuscript, I think I really trust my first gut reaction of how it makes me feel. And so... You know, I, I I received this manuscript and I was like, oh my goodness, it's so well written. It has really great rhythm and it was playful and it was full of emotion and full of energy. And I was really impressed by how well, Kirstie, you were able to express and say so much with so little words. <laughs> and that is the real big challenge of doing a board book. It takes a lot of talent and skill and thoughtfulness. And oh. I saw all of those three things in your writing. Thank and so you. I knew right away that I wanted to work with you. So yeah. Oh, and the story with your daughter, like you you did share that with me too. And I'm so glad that, you know, this story, this one story has had so many different lives. And then in the end, it, it came to me. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy about that too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's meant to be. Meant to be for sure. Totally. So Claire, as the book designer, are you involved in the illustrator selection process? Yeah, that's pretty much all me. You know, Cindy and I will meet to talk about what sort of thing that we're looking for. And sometimes, you know, with sometimes with books like this, we really focus on style. But this one, we really, we kind of threw style out the window and we're like, we need someone who can get this kid's emotions perfectly. You know, we knew it was going to be a real struggle because, you know, it's, a kid screaming, but you know, it's an overwhelming emotion. We didn't want it to be too angry or too upset. It had to capture like the exact right feeling. So we actually, we had so many different styles that we were looking at because, you know, getting the right scream, the right kid, that was key before anything else. And so how did you find Dennis? I actually think I found him through a Twitter hashtag. I think it was Kidlit Postcards. It's yeah. one of my favorite, you know, art artist hashtags. And I was just loved his style immediately. He had the greatest kids like reading books and sitting and looking at windows. We thought, you know, he was our first choice. We thought he could really capture the the right moodiness without being like, you know, just the worst kid on the earth that you don't <laughs> think about. <laughs> Dennis, you did such a good job. I just love your illustration. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) I do want to know what made you say yes to the project. Well, firstly, I actually really enjoy illustrating and drawing grumpy kids. So that was immediately (laughs) something that drew me to this project because there's something so charming about uh, being able to capture an emotion that's typically a negative one in a, in a charming way. So, so that's what drew me into this. And also the fact that, like Cindy said, um, your text was really, um, had a lot of rhythm and also was very, um, had a lot of space for illustration, I feel like. 
and I think I had a lot of fun illustrating it. And also, last but not least, this was actually my debut as an illustrator. So oh. I was really excited to work on this. And it was such a huge pleasure and an honor to work on it. Yeah, That's wonderful. Okay, Kiersey, so we're talking about this great rhythm that you had, but you'd said the book didn't start out as a board book. It was a picture book. So can you give us a look <laughs> into what the writing process was like for you? How did you go from picture book to board book? So it used to have lines like, the scream was so big that people on the other side of the world woke up and the scream was so big that spiders fell out of their webs and birds fell out of the trees and fish jumped out of the stream. You know, like (laughs) those were the sorts of things that were in the very first version (laughs) and it was not in rhyme. And I really think I've written this book at least 40 times. Wow. And there was a version where Wilma was fighting a dragon, which was the symbol of her anger. (laughs) I mean, it's been through so many iterations. I did get an offer on the original version with a small press. I just felt like it wasn't what I wanted. And so I kept, you know, tweaking it. And I finally said to my agent, you know what? I'm just going to write this as a board book. I'm just going to try it. I'd never written a board book before. And I put it in rhyme, really short, sweet rhyme, and then sent that version to Cindy. And then, of course, with Cindy... We did revise quite a few times before we got it where we wanted it. I love how you're just like, and so I just put it into a board book form and you make it sound like it's so easy, but I know it's not easy, right? So tell us a little bit about that process, about writing it as a board book. People might think writing a board book is easy because they're short and whatnot, but you only have so many words to use. So how does that work for you? And I don't know how many words. I think it might be just 70 words. It's a very short form. That's a good question, Kim. First, I had to get rid of all my darlings and be like, you know what? I think it's kind of cool that the spiders fall out of their webs, but that's not going to work for a board book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I had to cut out a lot of words. I think originally it was like 500 words or 450 words and just go to the essence and what was the heart of the story and what was it that I was trying to help children feel. I wanted them to feel understood and feel like it's okay to be angry and feel like even if they feel like they're going to explode, there are things you can do and that you're loved. Even when you're screaming and acting like all people want to act and all toddlers do act, (laughs) there is someone there who loves you through all of that and can help you think of ways to feel a little better. And so I guess I was kind of thinking about what would make sense to a toddler? What would help a toddler understand that it's totally normal to be angry? It's totally normal Mm -hmm. to scream. It's totally normal to have these sorts of feelings, these big feelings that you can't express, except for you just have to explode, you know? Right. So that's what I did. I just tried to think of those things and just distill it into very few words. And you managed to create such an arc and this character. It's amazing. You did an amazing job. Thank you. And you make adults who read it feel like it's okay to feel those emotions. (laughs) You know, Kiersey, (laughs) it's so amazing to me to hear that. Like, I know this is your first board book and it was like the big screen was your first time intentionally taking a stab at making it very young. But like when I got the manuscript, the original manuscript was super strong from the get-go. I got the manuscript and thought, oh my goodness, like this writer knows what she's doing. (laughs) I love to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, That's awesome. Well, I have to say, I am 
so excited about this book because it's beautiful and everyone on this team has done such a good job. It's really lovely. It really is. Okay, Dennis, we want to hear more about how you made the illustrations. Well, I actually started with the cover of the book and I occasionally like to use color in sort of a conceptual way. So I knew from the get-go that I wanted to this book to have like this orangish red, this warm red to symbolize the anger that the kid is feeling. So I knew I wanted to use it on the cover so that it can pop. And then I just started, because I like working in a limited palette, I just started um, trying to think of other colors that might fit the red. So I sort of worked around the red. So I did this warm blue, this sort of turquoise to give it a nice contrast. And uh, this is how I came up with the limited palette. And then afterwards, I actually started working on the thumbnails and sketches. Uh, And I had a lot of fun with them. And because at one point uh, in your text, in your text, there's um, a dimension of toys flying, like the kid is throwing the the toys everywhere because he's angry. And I came up with this toy bunny, which actually stayed throughout the whole book. And I sort of used it as a way to mirror how the, the kid's feeling. And then I moved to colors and the final pieces. And it's funny because uh, before I moved to color, I was thinking, oh, I really need to painting gouache some more. I really want to do some gouache paintings. And then suddenly I thought I could do the book in gouache. So the, the book was, uh, the finished pieces were mostly done in gouache and colored pencil and then scanned in and collaged together uh, to sort of bring them on the page. And that was it. But because Claire did such a fantastic job with the typography and the design of the book. I feel like this is what really brought the text and the art together. She did just an amazing job. So sweet of you to say. That's a great lead-in. Claire, we're going to chat about the book design. Can you give us an idea of what kinds of decisions that you made for this book? Was there anything that was particularly challenging or a certain design decision that you feel really impacted the outcome of the book? Well, I think as Dennis mentioned, the red-orange, you know, when he sent that to us, Cindy and I loved it immediately. And we were really worried that, you know, like our team or like our higher up, they weren't going to go for it because, you know, it is an angry color. And we had talked about having the kid mid-scream on it. And we were worried. They're like, (laughs) you know, are they going to think it's too negative? Are they going to say, we don't want a screaming kid on the cover? We'd had done like other options, you know, of the kid further back and looking grumpy, but you know, we, we wanted that orange, that red orange and that scream. And luckily everyone went for it. They're like, this is great. Like it was everyone's first choice, but I was so worried about it. I (laughs) I remember, I remember I was too. I I really thought they were going to come back and say, no, no, this is too negative. We can't have a kid. Oh my goodness. It's so beautiful. On the cover. It is. And you think, how could you not have that image on the cover, right? It's now so that perfect. We see it. I mean, it's a phenomenal cover. I yeah. I can't imagine that anyone's gonna see it in the store and not immediately pick it up. But I was I was super worried that they were gonna say, no, we'll have to tone it down. And I was thinking, no, it needs to be 
this scream. It's called the big scream. Yes. <laughs> it has to be this. So I, that was definitely the biggest worry I had. I was just, no one's going to go for this, but <laughs> it worked and it really, you know, set the tone for the rest of the project. I mean, Dennis did a wonderful job. Usually when, you know, I start out, you know, we picked Dennis because we knew he could do these wonderful grumpy kids. So we kind of just said, okay, here's, you know, the manuscript, here's the bare bones of what we want, but you know, we know you can do this. What do you, what have you got for us? And he just did a phenomenal job. So all of he the did. interiors were just, you know, it was so smooth. It was really easy. So it's just the worrisome cover, but <laughs> you know, it came out so well. I agree. It's, and I'm so it's excited beautiful. about it. Yeah. It's beautiful. You definitely feel the emotion that that little kid is feeling when exactly. you're reading the book. It's really well done. And I think it wouldn't have worked out if Dennis hadn't been so perfect at capturing yeah. that emotion. I you know, agree. it could have gone too negative and it's right. He just managed to get it perfect. <laughs> perfect on the I know first it's try, so fun. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You guys are far too sweet. Thank you. <laughs> You're gonna make me blush. <laughs> so Cindy, what was the editing process like for this book for you? So the editing process, I was thinking about this question and I realized that with the big scream in particular, I think my role in, in, in our editing process was to really just ask questions. Some questions I asked because there was a specific idea I thought we could try. Um, but a lot of the questions I, I left very open-ended for you because I didn't always have the answers. I knew we, we could find it together. And I trusted that if I asked the questions and I challenged you to dig a little deeper, that um, you would come back to me with a stronger version. And you always did every time, <laughs> you know, and like, like you said, like we did workshop it like we did quite a few times, like three or four times, I think. And each time it got better and better. And, you know, we worked on the pacing and we worked on a few transitions and I felt like because I really felt like it was important that the climax of the big screen and the tantrum itself felt right and it hit home. You yeah, know? It's and really so it important. did it took some time to get there. And then also how it wrapped up was was key too. And I think we nailed it with, you know, making sure that the kid feels loved at the end. You know, regardless of how they may behave, you know, you're always loved. So Getting there was a process, but like super important. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, like, like I said earlier, you know, um, I think people really underestimate how hard it is to write a book. I mean, a, a board book, you know, because the the word count is so low. So every word counts, and I think you and I really took the time to make sure that um, that every word was purposeful, you know, and so, um, and that each line was the best version of itself that it could be. So, and then, like, so, but my role really was to just ask questions and let you do the, and let you do what you do. That's funny. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize that's what you were doing until you said it. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good at asking the question in a way that I could come up with ideas. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it was a good part. Yeah, I, I really try not to give you the give you the words. I don't want to give you the words. Like that's your job, right? Mm -hmm. so, that's um, really, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. 
And then you work your magic, Kirsty. <laughs> I remember seeing every every version. She saw every version. Oh, really? As the critique partner. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kirsty, you, you amaze me. You do. You amaze me with your ability to get feedback yeah. and like immediately you just, I don't know, it's like a switch. You turn it on and you dig in and you just, your brain is on fire and you have like all these ideas (laughs) and you just go, you work so fast. That's, that's one Mm -hmm. of the things about you that I'm so in awe of is you're so quick to make amazing revisions. I know that sometimes people want to revise and they go and they do it quickly and it really shouldn't be done quickly, but you are able to revise in such a way that is it's well done and it's fast. It's amazing. <laughs> You're very so, sweet, Kim. Yeah, yeah, I second that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm sure she's, I'm, she's Now I'm getting embarrassed. I, <laughs> I remember, Cindy, you had this idea. You said something about breaking the rhythm, breaking the rhyme. And then we decided to count and... That was such a brilliant editorial thought because it really did get us to where we needed to be at the end of the book. So I loved that. Yeah. It was a technique to like change the mood. Yeah. Because it it was so heightened and then like needed to slowly come down. And yeah, the counting. It works. It worked really well. It feels really genuine too to real life because you know, when you have children and they are in that state where they really don't have control anymore over what they're doing, it, it's, there's almost, it's, it's not fast. It's not a fast switch from feeling all of those strong emotions to now feeling better. It's a slow, gradual coming back to calmness and reality. So it's, it just feels really genuine. It's really well done. Thank you, Kim. Really well done. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, I guess we're on to our last question already. Claire, we'll start with you. When someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? I really hope they feel that, you know, anger and overwhelming emotions are not even just neutral, but good. You know, they tell you something's wrong. They tell you that you're feeling things strongly, which I was also a really big screamer as a child. I was a huge temper tantrum kid. <laughs> and, you know, my mom's refrain throughout is like, oh, you just, you felt things so deeply. <laughs> and so I really hope people pick this book up and think, oh, it's so okay. You can feel yeah. things yes. deeply and that's good. You know, it's, it's so important. Yeah. It's important. It's good. It's vital. So I hope that's what people pick this book up and realize. Great. How about you, Cindy? I think also I, I would, I want kids to walk away knowing that regardless of how they act and they're always, there's always someone who loves them. You know, that's the, the, really the heart of the story, I think, at the end. And I think yes. that's really important to know that, that like, even if they get in trouble, they'll, they're still loved. You know, they're, they're not a bad kid. You're not a bad kid if you have a tantrum. Like it, that's life. You give them permission to feel what they feel and then they learn from it and grow from it. That's beautiful. Dennis, how about you? When someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? It's perfectly fine to feel the emotions that you're feeling. Uh, And I hope that kids who are reading this book know that once they're done feeling the emotions they're feeling, and even throughout the emotions themselves, they will be loved. And that there's always someone out there for them. And also, sometimes you can 
it's not up to some outside forces to make you calm down and you can learn how to calm yourself down. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great point. Kirsty, how about you? I've always loved bibliotherapeutic books. I use them as a therapist. I have used them with my children. The seed of this story comes from bibliotherapy. What I hope is that people will read this and then kids, when they're angry, they'll want to pick this book up. They'll want to pick it up and remember and read it. Or maybe they'll think about it later after the tantrum. They'll be like, oh yeah, there's this mm -hmm. really practical and fun book that I can read again. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And I want them to feel the love that it is okay. It is absolutely okay. And you should be feeling these feelings. It's normal and it is exactly what you're supposed to be feeling. A big thank you to Kirsty, Dennis, Cindy, and Claire for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for the big screen. Check out the show notes to learn more about Kirsty and Dennis and the other fabulous books they have out in the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode, and we would love it if you would leave a review. Thanks for listening and happy, happy looking. looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirsty Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call.